today's times, when even though we may be working from home, we find ourselves busier than ever. When can we fit in time for the gym? Is it open? What are the protocols? It's just so confusing. The easiest solution is to work out from home, but the cost of equipment can be so high. And how do you stay motivated? How would you like to have live, at-home, real-time interactive coaching from international award-winning coaches? You can have all of that in one app, the Knock Academy. The app is customizable for your schedule. Grab a workout in the morning before you start your day. How about a Pilates session at lunch? Strength training when you're finished your workday or start your weekends with core training or a rejuvenating yoga session after a busy week. Knock Academy is live. Your instructors can offer real-time feedback, motivation, and instruction, all from the privacy of your own home. Check out the Knock Academy. That's N-O-C-K Academy. Listeners of Start Talking get 20% off your first month. Just use the discount code WEAS when you sign up. The Knock Academy. It started on a better you today. everyone welcome back to we as it is gareth here hosting another let's talk thursday and i have the splendid aliyah with me aliyah how are you today swell swell i could you couldn't do splendid because i already used it so no, you no, no, stole no. it from me i know right that's my word that's my phrase <laughs> not anymore um <laughs> so welcome back everyone <laughs> we are gonna be doing a little follow-up today so you may have heard, and if you haven't, go back and listen to it, but a couple of weeks back, maybe three Thursdays ago, two Thursdays ago, we did an episode and we spoke about habits. And we dug into a little bit. We talked about some great books. We talked about kind of habits and some interesting perspectives on habits. And we had a really good conversation, a real back and forward with some different you know, views and perspectives on things. And it was really interesting. And we thought as it's September, and we typically see a lot of people starting to apply those habits and really dialing in on routine and we see a lot more scheduling. We see a lot more people looking to get kind of like doing the kickstart of stuff, whatever that might be. Like it might be a health and wellness, you know, journey. It might be their, you know, their reading or their studying or whatever it is. Like there's like restart, right? It kind of comes with schools going back and colleges going back, etc. So we thought we'd talk about routine. And as I said, we kind of we kind of see this. And we what I've been hearing a lot in the in the world of health and fitness, which both myself and Aaliyah are you know, in every day, you see a lot of people with that, oh, I'm going to wait till September. And, you know, I personally seen quite a few people signing up this week already, like, you know, Sunday and Monday, there's been quite a few new registrations and memberships coming in because people are kind of, oh, well, school's back in and, you know, colleges are back in and the, the you know, the, the nights are getting cooler and summer's kind of, I hate to say summer's gone, but it's on its way out. Um, I think we got a too few 25 degree days this week, but it's it's slowly on its way out. And I think everything's kind of, the season is changing, so to speak, and that can be literal. The seasons are changing, but also just the seasons of routines are changing. And I think people are kind of back on it. And I'm just interested to discuss today why it is we 
we kind of have to go on that reset. And is it essential to our life balance or is it just a way that an excuse that we make as, you know, as a human race that, you know, we're, we're not going to do it this month because we're because we can't be consistent at it. But the interesting enough, my kind of view on that a little bit is that the the inconsistency is part of the consistency, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thoughts, Aaliyah? <laughs> throw that right at um, you. <laughs> thanks. Um, I don't want to be repetitive from our episode that we did uh, a little while back. I will say that to our listeners, please go give a read to some of the books that Gareth and I recommend. Um, that will probably be a good springboard for any of you who are thinking, you know, I want to get into a habit or I want to create this. Um, you know, Based on what you're saying, though, for today's episode, I guess I want to share my intention for today's episode. All right. So my intention for us in this conversation and for our listeners tuning in with us is to not only talk about why do we need a routine or why do we get into those patterns of needing to get back into and resetting into a routine, but also kind of the steps into reestablishing, what does that look like? So if we are in that, that setup of needing to reestablish a routine, what steps do we take to allow ourselves to feel good about it? Um, and to start with your initial question, I think that sometimes it's important to reset. Um, I feel that sometimes if you carry through with the same routine consistently over and over and over again, you haven't reevaluated your routine enough or given enough reflection. Um, think about it as eating, right? So when you eat, a lot of people talk about doing a detox once a year and cleansing your body or doing a spiritual cleanse or an emotional cleanse or doing a Reiki session or whatever have you. I really want you to think about routine as what if we need to reevaluate what our routines are? Because as life changes, our routines should change to match our current life. And if they don't, that's how we break the routine and lose a habit. So I really think that it's almost a gift in disguise to be able to reset because it allows us to really decide what needs to be in our routine. And I think that's step one, right? We need to always be cautious and conscious and conscious of what we're choosing to be in our routine itself. I don't know. That's what I think. Yeah, and I would agree with that. Actually, I think that. And and I'll share a personal story. So, I this week had we have a brand new schedule for 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 the business. So you know, and so everyone's clear. Basically, think fitness schedule. So different sessions, different times of the day where we had to, and I say we myself and business partner had to move the early morning sessions forward a little bit so from 7 a.m to 6 30 we had to move the 8 30 sessions that we'd been doing to 9 15 to allow for a new school routine so with a four-year-old four and a half year old now starting junior kindergarten so it's not so flexible like daycare where we could kind of basically turn up whenever we want is now we're having to fix that like 8 15 start time and then pick up so i've been building my schedule slowly and i like you know to make myself a spreadsheet and color code it so i know what i'm doing and where i've got time and this also just helps me be efficient with work as well as life but it's had to be very regimented around that so i need to finish in a certain amount of time so i've got 30 minutes to get everyone ready and out the door and then the same in the afternoon and i obviously want to clear my schedule at times when 
you know that everyone's home so we can spend time together as a family so that took a lot of redoing of the routine if you like or redoing of the schedule based around life however and, and i'm sure that will resonate with a lot of people and now whether it's your health and fitness routine or whatever and included in that is also my own training because that's been different times of the day and i've been going off and doing this at the gym and doing that and doing different funny workout times of the day whereas now i'm like okay it needs to be back to 5 a.m every day so i get it done and out of the way so i don't have an excuse to miss it so a lot of people will be the same here's the thing is i find a lot of people are telling me in you know in our kind of inner community that well you know just for july and august i just didn't bother like i just kind of threw the routine out the window and there's where i think we fall down is that we're not looking at it saying hey this is what i'm going to be doing through the or almost planning, like I said, planning for the inconsistency, saying, you know what, I'm going to work out three days a week. I'm going to commit to that rather than five. But in September, I do five. What I find happens and from experience and what people share with me is they just say, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to do it five times a week, so I'm just not going to bother. So then what happens is they don't plan a inconsistent routine before they get to maybe a more consistent routine. So it's kind of almost, I guess it's almost like the all or nothing or the black and the white approach as opposed to the gray approach i think that's a perfect example like and i also think that we do better we're creatures of habit to a certain extent right so i I think we do better when we can plan over guaranteed things that we know are going to happen i i wouldn't be surprised if we did a poll and we asked people what's more predictable their weekdays or weekends most people would say their weekdays because they know when they're, what their work schedule is. They know what the school schedule is. They know what they know what they need to get done. They know what time they get hungry at, or they know what time they need to eat at in order to make it for their next task or their next hobby or their next commitment. And so we do really well under those circumstances. Um, we live in Canada and we have colder falls and winters than we do in the summer. And our summer is pretty short in comparison to Uh, the rest of the seasons. And I feel that people almost use that as an excuse to kind of, I want to take advantage of that good weather. I want to take advantage. I want to take a break from all of that. And that's when people really bank on going to the cottage, uh, going away for weekend getaways. Oh, I'm going to do this after work because the sun will still be out. And I feel that that changes their structure and the routine that they're used to, which brings me back to my first point. You really need to decide what needs to be in your routine. And I think it's really important that regardless of what time of year it is, that you not only think about what you want your routine or your schedule to be on weekdays, but also on weekends. And if your routine could be to not have a routine on the weekends, but then I would break it down into what do you want your morning routine to be? So even if you don't have a set time on the weekend, you want to wake up at, what do you want to do as your morning ritual, right? Do you want to start off your morning with a cup of coffee? Do you want to wake up naturally? Do you want to wake up to an alarm clock? Do you want to have, you know, have a gratitude journal while you sip on that coffee? Do you want to listen to your favorite podcast? We know that you're listening to us joking, joking, maybe kind of. Um, (laughs) and you know, like you have to decide what that is. And I think that it's very important to think about the same thing about your nighttime routine. What do you want that to look like? And routine doesn't need to solely be fitness or wellness routine needs to be, what do you want your days to look like so that you can get the most out of your days and feel accomplished by the end of your day or good about how your day ended and how your day started. And when you can get that, you're going to want to naturally want to do it more. And you'll find that you're more happy in life. 
because you've checked more things off. If you're a list person, I'm a list person. I still have an old school agenda. Everyone makes fun of me. And, and, or when you think back and reflect on your day, you're gonna be like, today was a good day. I accomplished a lot, but you leave it very difficult for yourself. If you don't decide what needs to be in your routine and you're just kind of going with the flow, it's almost as though you're playing catch up your entire day. And you're getting to that mentality of feeling there's not enough hours in the day. And that's where I think not once you've established that routine, that it's important to set small goals for what you want to achieve in that day. So, you know, maybe it's, I want to do laundry or I want to make sure I put away those dishes in the sink on this day of the week, or as big as I want to make sure if I'm looking at a week goal, instead of a day goal, I want to be active for at least 20 minutes every single day this week, whether that's taking the dog for a walk, going for a walk on my own, um, or having that vitamin D because it's good, good for me going to the gym for, for a workout, whatever that is. And that looks like for you, it's just really important. I want to cook for myself instead of doing takeout or going to out to eat X amount of days. So I just think that we need to take more time into establishing our routine, but really take the time to reflect of what would make us happy in that routine. And that includes the weekends. I love it. So well put. And it's like a, we shall write a book, I think, at some point. Because um, we haven't got enough on our plates. Uh, so, yes, and I want to go back to a couple of things. I think it's important to say you made a great point that it doesn't always have to be about fitness. Obviously, movement is important for your body because it's, you know, it's going to make you feel great. It's going to make the rest of your life easier. Um, so I just wanted to say that's important. Obviously, we use it as a reference a lot. But yeah, fitting movement in there, you know, you might people you might say gym and exercise and people, you know, might be terrified about that because it's something that they don't do or have never done. So I think it's important that, you know, you're just moving, right, whatever that looks like for you, like you said. A couple of things come up for me. I actually saw a post recently and um, it was about kind of doing what makes you happy. And it was kind of like a it was like a hashtag and not the 5 a.m. club. And someone had put a post to say, if it doesn't make you happy to get up at that time, then don't do it. Like it doesn't matter if you, you know, your productivity starts at 10 a.m. and you work until later in the evening and whatever it might be, right? And it was interesting because that just didn't connect with me at all. I couldn't connect the dots on that and I couldn't even I sat for a long time after reading the post trying to make it make sense in my head. And and I'm sure it does to a lot of people. Um however, what I will say and, and the reason why I couldn't find a a sweet spot with that and try and make it work for me is because there's a couple of things. Number one, for me, action creates motivation. So people are constantly looking motivation, right? So it's exercise, it's eating well, it's um, being productive, it's getting things done. It's, I, I don't know, it could be anything, right? You need, you often need to be motivated to do many different things in life. And for me, that action creates that. People are often looking for motivation to then go take action. That's not how it works. It works the other way. So you need to be doing something, right? You get into that, like you get into a momentum. And when you tick off the, you tick off the boxes, as you said, so to speak, you tick off those things early in the day that creates that motivation, right? Cause you start to get that like momentum in your day and you get being successful with things. And then you keep going with those, with those things during the day. So that's where I struggled. So that was just something that was buzzing around in my head. I want to talk on that. <laughs> So Gareth and I, to our listeners who are new to uh, listening to our podcast, we are alike in some ways. Both of us are early risers. We are definitely, um, you'll, I'll let you connect the dots on the rest that we have in common because we have quite a bit in common. 
However, what I will say is um, I am very much like Gareth. I rather wake up early in the morning and get my stuff done, keep my momentum and then have the evening to relax and just unwind and appreciate what I did. However, it makes me think of Anish. Anish is my husband and he is a late sleeper. He is not an early riser. He would be miserable if I told him to wake up as early as I wake up every single day of the week. He's an incredible person, very efficient at what he does, very productive. But if I told him to wake up early and made that as his action, he would hate his life. And so I think that's really important to say straightforwardly. There's so many books about the 5am club, um, you know, getting things done early you have to know you. And if you are self-aware and something is making you miserable, what's going to happen is the more you push yourself to do it, yes, you might start to eventually become happy. But if you know all in all, you're a person that is most productive with your mind and most creative, depending on what industry you are in or the type of work that you do, that you're most productive when it's past 9 a.m. in the morning and you're all the way to two o'clock in the morning, So be it. Respect how your brain works because you have to, it's not only about forcing yourself to get up at a certain time to be efficient. It's if your mind wakes up with you and we can condition ourselves to a certain period of time, but I don't think we should ever compromise on what makes us happy and what brings us joy. So if we're going to be miserable in doing it, us creating that type of routine is not really going to allow us to get the success or the fulfillment that we're looking for because we're going to be miserable doing it the entire time. So I think that it's really important to be aware of what needs to get done, but also how your brain operates and be honest with yourself. Don't say it just because, you know, you're too lazy and you want to watch your favorite show at night. If you're think about it as, am I someone who my mind is going at night And that's actually the best time where I get my creativity or I get my ideas or I get less distractions from my other responsibilities, whether that's, you know, bedtime with the kids and you're running around with them the whole time, whether that's taking being a parental, um, sorry, a guardian for your parents or your elderly in your family, whether that's your work responsibilities and you, you manage a huge team and have projects of yourself, whether you're trying to be an entrepreneur and that's your, you're trying to make your side hustle, your full-time gig. If the time is most valuable for you in the evening to allow you the chance to get that done, there's nothing wrong about being more productive in the evening. You just have to do set this into your routine of what works for you, which is why it's so important to not only decide what needs to be in your routine, but lay out a plan and really ask yourself, is this plan realistic? Back in November, Gareth and I did a series um, about leadership and when we talked about that, we talked about planning your day. And one thing that we recommended is don't plan it by the minute. Don't even plan it by, um, don't be so strict with yourself and make it an unrealistic schedule. Allow yourself some wiggle room, but really plan yourself with an honest conversation to ask yourself, is this realistic? Does this actually work? And am I prepared? Have I set myself up for success to even be able to follow that plan? And I know that I'm going off in a little bit of a tangent, but if you're someone who hates and you're absolutely never been a morning person in your entire life, and that's not when your brain can wake up with you and you're dragging your feet when it comes to two o'clock in the afternoon, as opposed to having a pep in your step, like me and Gareth, by the time when we wake up early, um, because we're, we're miserable if we sleep in, we're like, the day wasted us. (laughs) However, there's nothing wrong with either. And so just really plan your day and then 
really ask yourself, have I set up myself for success? Am I prepared to execute this plan? Yeah, it's so important to know who you are. And, you know, I obviously, you know, shared that story because it's and I, and I knew you'd have a great perspective on it, as you always do. It's it's it just shows us that it's so hard to see. And this goes across it. You could get like super macro on this comment, but it's so hard to sometimes see something through someone else's lens. Right. Because I don't know what it's like to like Nikki says that she's like, oh, I just my eyes hurt and I can't. My body doesn't work properly. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. But because it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Right. And it, it's interesting because the other thing I had written down here, which yeah, I think I think we're coming to like a, a central point like a, in this conversation is the other thing I wrote down was discipline equals freedom. So this is actually and it's actually a book by Jocko Wilnick. And he talks about how discipline is is freedom. Right. And it's it's so important. So you can check it out anyway. You know, anyone that's listening. But what he's basically saying is sometimes people see discipline as so rigid and see it as a loss of freedom. However, it actually gives you freedom. Now, where I'm kind of seeing here is that you can be disciplined, but it doesn't mean you have to get up at 5 a.m. and do everything before midday. What I will say is that discipline, if you're, let's use waking up because it's the pivotal part of your day, right? Because it's the beginning of your day. It's where you start. So if you do this well, if you allow yourself the if you try and allow yourself the freedom of just getting up whenever, what I'll say is start to dial in on what feels right for you. Where do you naturally stir? Even if it isn't every day, if you naturally wake at 6.30, then start to say, right, I'm going to get up at 6.30 every day. Because what I will say is discipline for me in this conversation equals consistency. If you know you're most creative at 2 p.m., schedule it out and you never book calls, you never do anything other than maybe you write or you, you know, you, you plan your work or you dig into your email inbox, wherever you're productive. So the discipline doesn't have to be, you know, the the 4.55 a.m. screenshot on your phone that you post on Instagram. It can be the consistency of doing something and that might be waking up. What that consistency will allow you is more productivity it's going to allow you to get more things done at a set time. And maybe you would benefit from having a, a kind of set schedule for the day to allow you that freedom when you need it. It might not be at 8 p.m. when we want our freedom. Um, so I think that's important is to know that it takes on many forms, but it's it needs to be consistent nonetheless. And, and a little t- little hack for that, if you have a smartwatch um, or you're looking to get one or you have something, you can get like actual just silent alarms, although most smartwatches have a silent alarm. I can set my alarm for 5 a.m. And what happens is and typically I wake up anyway, but what it does is it takes like 10 minutes either side of your alarm time and it's called a smart alarm. So what it will do is it will wait until you're peaking out of your sleep cycle. So when you naturally wake up and then it will vibrate on your wrist. So A, it's a good marriage saver if your partner doesn't like waking up because it means it never wakes them up. It just vibrates on your wrist. Um Remember to turn your phone notifications off though if you're going to do that so it's waking you up all night. But it will it will wake you at the peak of that sleep cycle. So if anyone doesn't understand that you sleep in cycles, so you go deep sleep, you go light sleep. It will only wake you in a light sleep cycle. So it will wait for when that when you're most kind of alert and then it will wake you up. So you're not woken out of like a deep slumber and it gives you like 30 minutes leeway either side. So that's how I have my alarm set up. So I'm up any time kind of between like quarter to five and 5.15. So anyway, that's just a little extra, a free hack for you. And when you're consistent, your body will naturally get into that cycle. So you won't need the alarm. You'll find that like right now, I guarantee you, Garrett just said, 
you know, he naturally wakes up at that time anyways. Now he doesn't really need it. Same thing for myself. I know what time I know the earliest I'll wake up and the latest I'll work at wake up. And it's usually give or take 20 minutes at most. Um, but it's it, your body will get used to it. Um, but you have to do it to a time that works for you and your lifestyle, which leads me to my two points. So two points that I think I would add to what Gareth is sharing is make your routine fun. I mean, and what I mean by that is I'm not like party. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is if you're someone who likes a warm cup of tea in your morning, allow yourself the time when you're setting up your routine to enjoy that cup of tea. If you're someone who likes to go for a walk in the morning, allow yourself the time to be able to walk to work as opposed to need to Uber or take be rushing out the door. It'll just allow you to enjoy the little moments that build your day to make it a more enjoyable day. So when I say make it fun, think about the things that you really like to do. If you're someone who doesn't like to um, eat alone, make sure you're planning your lunch with someone that even if it's virtual, if you need to, if you're someone who doesn't like to eat in a rush, give yourself the time to eat your meals. Um, I think it's very important to just make it fun for yourself. If there's shows that you like to watch and you don't want social media to ruin it for you, schedule it so that you can watch your show. The great thing about these plans is that these routines is that you create them. So create it for yourself in a way that makes you feel like you're owning your plan as opposed to your plan owning you. And you're probably going to stick with it more. And the other thing that I would say um, as my second point there is I encourage you to track your progress. And I'm not talking about tracking your progress as like track your goals. How many calories did I burn today or anything of that? What I mean is really ask yourself at the end of your day, whenever that time is for you, did you achieve what you wanted to? Was it difficult to follow your plan? Do that self-check, check in with yourself and be honest because you can adapt your routine. If you notice within a week's time or two weeks time, things are not adjusting the way you need it to. We're all going to have our one-off days every now and then. But if you find that it's consistently feeling that same way, adjust your routine to reflect what you needed to reflect so that you can feel better about your day and about the accomplishments that you have. You know, success is a very individualistic definition. It's very subjective to yourself, but set yourself up so that you can feel successful in the day that you planned for yourself. And that's a small step that can go make a world of difference yep absolutely it it's so important like you said to to find those things that bring you joy and put them in your routine i think as well it, it i mean it, it to summarize it basically it's all about awareness self-awareness right be aware of when you you know you want to be awake be aware of when you want to sleep be aware of all those things right and try and then use that to help you stick to it right know that if you stay up half an hour later and it makes you feel like crap in the morning. Don't do it, right? The routine is, you know, like for me, I have the, um, you've probably seen if you, you know, it's 2021, you've probably got a smartphone if you're listening to this. Um, you're probably listening on it is it, you have the option of turning all the blue light off on your phones. So mindset for 9 p.m., right? So I know at 9 p.m. the screen goes dark. So if you're doing something, A, it's super annoying if you're doing something on your phone and then you're like, but it reminds me, right? The screen goes dark and I'm like, all right. And then I'll just close everything up, turn it off, put it on charge and leave it off. Because I know for me, it's too much of a distraction. I work off of my phone a lot of the time. Technology is, I run an online business. So I'm on it all the time. So for me, I know 9pm needs to go off. So I have like 
30 minutes to like downtime if it is still on it's normally off before that so just those sorts of things right i'm aware that i know if it's on later than that it messes my sleep cycle i feel like crap and then i don't want to get up and get on with my day so i think that's really really important and also important just to be aware of what makes you your best version of yourself and what's important to you what is your what are your values and try and plan around that like for me you know one of my most important things is to be the best dad i can be so that for me means at 2 30 I need to be whatever needs to be done needs to be done by 2 30 or it's not getting done until after 7 30. so that window is closed unless it's an emergency but that window is done right i have to leave and this is part of my new routine leave i have to walk to school pick up harley walk back and then i've got time and then it's dinner and bath and bedtime right so that time needs to be blocked out in my day because you know as though it can be frustrating and it can be stressful if you're trying to keep on you know get all those things done but it, it brings me joy at the end of my day. I can sit and say, I made a good effort to be a great dad. Whatever it is, you've got to be aware of that. So be aware of what makes you the best version of yourself and what your values, what aligns, right? Your values need to align with the routine that you build. I'm waffling now, but you can. And, and you can enjoy your job more than anybody. Like I love my job. I, Gareth loves what he does for a living as well. You can truly be blessed and love what you do, but burnout doesn't help anybody, including yourself. So if you say, oh, I don't mind working up to an amount of hours consistently because I love what I do. No one is saying you don't, but you have to make sure that your plan and your routine works so that you don't hit burnout so that it doesn't do a detriment to you as opposed to fuel you and wake you up and rejuvenate you for the next day to tackle it just as fresh, just as sharp. So I think it's very important. Um, and I also think it's really important. Gareth talks about showing up as being the best dad and he's a wonderful dad, might, might I add. Um, but even if you're single and listening to this show, that could be, you know, you making sure that you want to get in for your workout. Otherwise you're not going to feel the greatest. And so, you know, that the best time for you to work out is blank time in your schedule, block off that time for yourself. If that means that you have a partner and you want to ensure that you can have dinner together so that you can catch up for your day, block off that time. When you schedule and block off that time and allow yourself the time to do those things that are fun, that you enjoy, you'll notice that you'll come back to what you need to get done um, in a lot better of a perspective and a lot more open to what needs to have done. And you'll probably be a lot more focused as opposed to sitting in front of what you need to get done and looking at it for 12 to 14 hours a day unnecessarily, unless you're of course a doctor or nurse or anything of that nature and you have to work those shifts, but then it's not unnecessarily. And you have your own routine of the three days on five days off or vice versa. Right. So I think it's really important to do those things. Um, before I forget, um, stay tuned, our listeners. Gareth doesn't know this, but we are going to be doing a Let's Talk Thursday on sleep deprivation. I think it's really important of quality of sleep and the benefits of it, but also understanding how it actually impacts us. I think that's really important for us to unpack and for all of us to understand, especially as the you know the darker nights start to creep in of what that does and what we need to be cautious of. So stay tuned for that for another Let's Talk Thursday topic. I'm excited to listen to that episode. I don't know if I've got to be part of it, but I'm going to listen to it anyway and listen twice. Um, yeah, that that was great. I I think really just to kind of get start to wrap up the show today, 
I think that really gets the message across that it's important that, you know, when we talk routine and it's like anything, you know, and I can refer it back as I normally do to the world of fitness. It's, well, I did this diet or I did this workout and it worked really well for me. So it works for everybody else. That's not how it works. And guess what? Routines are the same. So, you know, make it work for you, right? Like if it's important for you to get things done, then, you know, a professional can help you build that. A coach can help you build that, you know, or, you know, a, 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 you know, you get membership to a gym that opens early enough or stays open late enough or whatever it might be, right? You've got to fit it around you because everyone's different. And just because someone else says, well, you know, because there's a book called The 5am Club, it doesn't mean you have to be up at 5am. Does it mean successful people get up early? Yeah, a lot of them do, but I'm sure a lot of them don't as well. So I think that's, um, you know, I actually know one of the, one of the you know, probably the biggest online trainers out there right now that posts a lot on social media, talks about all the time how he doesn't get up at that time and he's wildly successful. So it's, you know, it's, I think it has to be personalized to you. Assess your values. If you haven't done that, do that first. Work out what's important to you and then start to build your routine about around, again, the things that bring you joy the things that are important to you so you can show up as the best version of yourself and build your personal routine around that, which is going to incorporate a lot of the habits that we spoke about a few weeks ago. So you can bring these two episodes together. It's like making a cake. Take that episode, it's a little bit of ingredients. Take the series from last year, the five-point series on leadership, put all that in there and then make a big delicious cake. It will be yummy. That's all I have to say. Are you craving a cake? A little bit. I've never heard you uh, have a cake analogy on one of our signing off of a show before. It's not first thing in the morning. I know you like to go to the bakery, get your coffee, but this is uh, what kind of cake are you craving? <laughs> I don't know. Like it would have to be, it would have, it would actually probably not be a cake. It would be some delicious pastry with like all the yummy things in it. Mm. Okay. I had cinnamon rolls yesterday, so I think I'm probably at my pastry limit. Maybe, maybe Mondays <laughs> is not the day to go back to the pastries. <laughs> <laughs> all depending on your routine and True. what you set out True. for yourself and your schedule. Yeah. Um, I want to recap. So we haven't given homework on the show for quite some time. It's been a little while. And Gareth and I used to always give homework. So here's our little bit of homework. Here is our Coles notes of the show to wrap things up. Number one, decide what needs to be in your routine. So you get to pick what's in it, follow it. Number two, set small goals for yourself that you want to achieve in your day. That's talking about just what you reflect at the end of your day. What do you want to be most proud of? Lay out a plan to make sure that that plan works for you based on when your mind works, when you're most awake, when you're most creative and the things that you need to be to get done. Number four, be consistent with that time. Okay. So just really make sure you're being consistent. And if you're not being consistent, reevaluate and then go back to that step about laying out that plan and make sure that plan actually works for you. Um, Number five, be prepared. So allow yourself to be prepared and have the things in motion, whether that's alarm clocks, whether that's, you know, um, just making sure that you need, you have the, the tools in front of you that, re- that you are required, whether it's a coach, whether that is having a notebook with you, whatever have you. Um, my thing that I think is most important that I couldn't preach enough to our listeners today and to yourself, Gareth, and I would love for you to remember this, is make it fun. I'm so sick and tired of us thinking about discipline and work and, you know, routines and habits, but we forget to make it fun for ourselves. And that fun is make sure that you're allowing yourself to have fun and planning to do the things you enjoy, 
If that's having a nice cup of coffee in the morning or a cup of tea before you start your day, do that. If that's starting the time with a gratitude journal, do that. If it's getting your physical activity in and going for a walk, do that. If it's allowing yourself the flexibility to wake up naturally, allow, make sure you're planning your day for that. If it's watching your favorite show, whatever it is, make sure that your plan is fun for you so that you don't feel like it's all tedious work. Make sure that it brings you fulfillment. And then lastly, for me, I think it's really important to self-evaluate and just track your progress. Is your plan working? Because if it's not, the great thing about a routine is you can change it and you can change it while you're noticing it before you fall off completely and have to start the whole process all over again. So I hope those steps help you. I hope that everyone listening can took a, a pen and paper, can rewind a few moments there for what we just said, and that setting this new routine and having the best start to September for this last quarter of the year is remarkable for you. Summarized perfectly. So that's it for today's Let's Talk Thursday. As always, we appreciate you tuning in and listening. We hope that you got something from the show, you know, one little nugget of information, one little action point, you know, you wrote down those points at the end, whatever it was. And if you did get something and you know someone else that would benefit, please share it with someone you love and care about. And let's just get this message out there. We're all about trying to change the world one conversation at a time. And that really helps us on that mission when we get this spread out to the wider audience and, you know, your network. So please help us out with that. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash start talking and also buymeacoffee.com forward slash part start talking and then you can make us a uh, you know make a small donation help us uh, keep the mics on as we like to playfully say and uh, that's it for today remember be the best possible version of yourself keep making a difference in the world we'll catch you on the next episode <laughs>